Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to discuss life from the standpoint of faith. Ehud, son of Dennis, come to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. For those that are connected, those that have a uh, lot of cash laying around, or those that know somebody who knows somebody, right? Um, If you're in good with the bureaucracy, the government, if you have the right political views, uh, you'll be treated with fairness and kindness, and you can get away with just about anything, uh, a.k.a. Hunter Biden. But if you don't, if you don't have the right political views... Even though you are loved and adored by millions and millions of people in this country, you're going to be chastised by the mainstream media. You're going to be thrown under the bus as often and as fast as possible. You're going to be impeached a couple times. You're going to be uh, railed against. You're going to be lied about. You're going to be uh, all kinds of stuff. And yet the people who do such things are never called to account. They don't have to face justice. Uh, in this country and it's really a sad thing you know guys like adam schiff ought to be sitting in jail somewhere uh hillary clinton should be sitting in jail somewhere for the russia gate hoax against president trump but you know they don't because the bureaucracies support uh communism right the bureaucracies the people in charge of the tools of government uh, at least at the federal level right the states are a little bit different and uh that is the at least in at in say religion that's where we place our hope outside of the lord jesus christ because he is in control of it over and above everything and the things that that happen in our federal government he's not surprised at he knows he knows men's hearts he knows that uh men are corrupt men are evil men are uh just downright bad right they're you know there's there's uh that's the starting point for all of it oh i wonder i messed up here i was working last night at my i got a new case for tools and uh just got my chair caught up in it this morning so but welcome i still got tools laying all over my desk here but welcome to a new day to a sunday to a lord's day to a day in which uh many people in this country and in this world will go worship the one true king uh the lord jesus christ the one who came who the one who created you the one who came and died for us and uh rose again and is seated at the right hand of the father and is coming back someday and Sure seems like that day's getting closer with uh, the idea of a one-world government not far off. Uh, you can see how they're going to try and do that now. And uh, we may see some reprieves uh, here and there, uh, in this country at least. But, um, boy, they're they're shooting for it. You know, you look at the lockdowns that happened over the last couple of years and the ways in which they've tried to, uh, to do that to people who uh, typically have enjoyed freedom. You know, they weren't... Uh, even though the the Brits are subjects of the British government or subjects of the crown, uh, supposedly they didn't really act like it for the last you know probably since World War One maybe I don't know somewhere in there. But 
But we're going back to that. You know, there's a global elite that wants to control everything, that wants to, uh, you know, I, it's interesting to me because when you look at history and you look at the, the development of the United States of America in 250 years, it's, it's completely surpassed everything, everything else, everybody else has been able to accomplish. And instead of the rest of the world going, hey, what are those guys doing? Let's mirror that. Um, they look at the Soviet Union, who's never been really worth just about anything until they actually opened up some markets and started uh, pursuing a market-based economy. Um, and even China, right? I mean, China has this top-down control, but but they do have a market-based economy for the most part. Uh, and it's, it's really... Uh, Interesting, and I see the Chinese model is the one that they're trying to implement, where they're going to allow people who, as long as they go along with what the government wants, you know, you may earn favor and be able to pursue wealth and pursue things. Um, but if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to be marginalized. You're going to be pushed to the side. You're going to be uh, gotten rid of, I think, at some point. I mean, I you know, I don't know. When I look at this whole vaccine mandate thing, the vaccine doesn't work. It doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. It doesn't prevent you from, you know, they say it prevents you from getting more ill, but there's no no way to prove that because some people don't get very ill from this disease. Some people just have a cough and a cold. Um, so there's no way to, to quantitatively prove, oh, if you take this vaccine, you're going to be this much better. Um but it's not it's not preventing anything and it's not stopping the spread so what's the point why do people why are people being forced to do this well i think again it goes back to what people are putting faith in you know on one side you have a evolutionary based ideal that says uh you know global warming is here that says there's too many people in the world. We need to get rid of some of them. I mean, Bill Gates himself has talked about that. And that dude's totally involved in all this. Just like uh, Zuckerberg was involved in the U.S. elections and, and helped get Biden elected, supposedly. Um, you know, these guys are, are using their money and their wealth to control things. And when you get that rich, I suppose that's maybe that's something you want to do. Because uh, you think it's it's going to be better, or you want favor with certain people, or for whatever reason there is in doing that, um, then it's you know it is what it is. But yeah, you know, I I just I look at at where society is today, and I saw a story scanning the news this morning about the Secretary of State in Georgia. Um, and how he wants this report from some guy at the University of Michigan that analyzed the Dominion voting systems in the twenty for the twenty twenty election. And you know, we've had plenty of people analyze these things and I you know, I'm not gonna I don't wanna trust one guy, especially from the University of Michigan, who's already got a leftist bent probably going into the thing. Um you need multiple sources and you need people to analyze the data. Um just like, you know, when people are counting votes, you need people from both sides of the aisle to do so, to do that. Um, and when I look at, at where our country is right now, um, I heard a, 
a talk yesterday that a guy named Dan Sia, who's a, a Christian financial advisor, um, did the other day with, with Jan Markell, I think her name is, uh, a gal that, that does a show, a, a Christian show. And they were talking about the end times and how there's a lot of eerie things that are going on right now that, that seem to point to that, to point to this great reset that they want to do. Um, and Trump was getting in the way of that. Hillary was going to help usher all that in. And, and they need catastrophes. They need things like COVID to be able to do things like that, to create fear amongst people, to create, uh, um, you know, they don't like truckers driving to the middle of the capital of Canada who desire freedom, who don't desire government control, who don't desire Justin Trudeau telling everybody what to do. And people, frankly, are getting sick of it. And I think uh, people who are, who are used to freedom, who uh, like being free, like myself, like folks that I know here in a, a smaller rural community in the northwest part of Illinois, uh, in the United States of America, uh, we don't want that. I don't want the governor of Illinois telling me I have to wear a mask when I go in somewhere to protect myself and protect others when it doesn't do a darn thing. I don't want him telling me I have to get a vaccination that doesn't do anything except harm you potentially. Now, I saw a thing a while back that a guy had sent out. He said, well, let's see. If I don't take the vaccine, I don't have to worry about any side effects. I don't have to worry about getting myocarditis and having a heart attack. I don't have to worry about getting blood clots. I don't have to worry about all these things. And I have a 99.9% chance of recovery from this disease. Um, I think I'll take my chances. And that's if I get it in the first place, which I think most folks have either gotten it by now or are going to get it. Just like the common cold. It doesn't go away, folks. It just hangs around. But I think people are, are really getting sick. And they're like, look, two years of this CRAP and it's still hanging around. I don't think you guys know what you're talking about. And then you see videos. There's more and more people bringing out videos that show Fauci saying, if you get the vax, you don't have to, you, you can go back to life as normal. You know, Joe Biden, the lady from the CDC, all of them. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, no, you still need to wear a mask. Oh, you still can get the disease. Oh, you still, it's just, you won't get as sick. And it's surreal, people. But at the core, you know, if if Fauci and Biden and the gal at the CDC and the people at the FDA were all had their trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and were people of integrity, they would not be doing this. If the people in the states of Minnesota and uh, or Wisconsin and Michigan and uh, you know, that Michigan AG lady, she is, there's got to be something the matter with her. I need to be praying for that lady because every time you see her, she just has a scowl on her face. But anyway, the people in charge in Pennsylvania, places where they knew they had to, to help Joe Biden over the line because Trump was going to wipe him off the planet in the last election. And millions of votes, people, I'm telling you, that, that guy, there is no way... When you look at, at the former president, the guy who supposedly lost, had 85,000 people at a rally last night in Texas, and Joe Biden couldn't get 10 if he tried. Uh, it just, again, surreal. It's not, none of this stuff is based in reality. But then again, you look at people who put their faith and trust in millions of years in a bowl of soup, 
and you think, well, there's no reality in that. And all those people put faith in that too, because I guarantee every one of them believes in evolution. I'm sure as I'm sitting here. These people that don't have a problem lying and cheating and stealing to, to get what they want, to do what they think is, is supposedly right and good for everybody. But it's, it turns out it's really only good for themselves. So anyway, we usually start with the Bible and we, we've been going through the book of Genesis. Uh, sorry for the long diatribe this morning, but some of this stuff just catches up with me once in a while. We have we are all the way to Genesis 30 and 31, and we're going to go all the way through the, the 36th chapter. And uh, Genesis 31 said, And he heard the words of Laban's son, saying, Jacob has taken away all of our fathers, and of that which was our father's has he gotten all his glory, which is not true. Jacob worked hard for Laban his whole, you know, 14 years for two wives and then uh, stuck around for a while after that. And Jacob at this point wants to leave and go back. God called him back to the, the land that he was going to give Abraham. And uh, so Jacob's seeing this stuff and he's like, well, Laban's not for me now. He's just countenance has turned against me. And and he's talking to his wives and he's like, look, we got to get out of here. And, uh, and so, you know, God speaks with Jacob in a dream and he says, I'm the God of Bethel where thou anointest a pillar and where thou vowed a vow unto me. Now arise, get thee out of the land and return to the land of thy kindred. So Rachel and Leah answered and said unto him, is there yet any portion of the inheritance for us in our father's house? And are we not counted of him as strangers? For he sold us and has quite devoured also our money for all the riches, which God has taken from our father. That is ours and our children's. Now then, whatsoever God has done, said unto thee, do. Jacob rose up and set his sons and his wives upon camels. So they were heading back to Padamaram and the land of Canaan and was told Jacob or Laban and Laban chases after him. And eventually they get to a point where they vow a vow. And Rachel, in the middle of all this, is, uh, had taken images from Laban's tent or something and put them in the camel's furniture and sat upon them and we don't know what the images are. It doesn't really say. But uh, So Jacob was broth and chilled with Laban. And even though it was Rebecca that was, was being decept deceptive. Um, but then it just it goes on from there. So it doesn't really talk about what, what the purpose was in that. So then Jacob sets up a stone and a pillar and uh, as a memory or a, a memorial to their covenant. Uh, and so they part company and then Jacob goes on his way and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place, Manhanaim. Jacob sent messages before him to Esau, his brother, to the land of Sire in the country and he commanded him. And, and then it goes on to talk about when Jacob actually wrestled with God somehow, which is, I still don't really get, um, it's an interesting portion of scripture, to be quite honest. And I know there's different folks that have different opinions about that. Um, well, he goes back and he, first he meets his brother Esau and, and they have an amicable uh, rekindling of their relationship. Um, and then Dinah goes out and there's a whole thing with Shechem and uh, Hamor and, and a bunch of stuff. And again, this is all historical. That's, you know, the one thing about the Bible that I love is it's very accurate and very historical, right? And uh, 
this is all written out for our purpose to show how Christ came into the world. I believe that was the purpose, that Christ created everything in the book of Genesis chapter 1, that uh, he is a spirit being came into the world through Mary uh, and the spirit of God, and then dwelt among us for a time, taught people about what was real and true and good and right, and uh, and um, and died and rose again and and the whole nine yards. But the whole testament is is a very accurate historical account of how he came into the world. So we're looking at the life of Jacob, and eventually Rachel passes away, and she had had two sons, Joseph and Benjamin, and. Uh, so then we get into the end of uh, 35. Isaac gave up the ghost and died and was gathered in his people. Behold, being full of days, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. So Isaac was still hanging around. Now these are the generations of Esau. So it goes through this whole thing of the generations of Esau and who was born to who and how many sons were born to this guy and that guy and uh, some daughters here and there. And, and it goes through all of Esau's uh stuff right because we've seen what's been going on with jacob and uh but then chapter 36 goes all the way through um esau's whole family line and there's so much of this you know in the bible so many things about the genealogies and how different people were born to different people and it's all written down for our benefit and yet people want to question the validity of the bible somehow it's like well were you there? Um, and then the verse 1 in, in Genesis 37, it says, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. And then it goes into, these are the generations of Jacob. And it goes through his whole family line in chapter 37. And, uh, and then we're going to get into... Uh, And just some other things. So I'll hold off until that tomorrow. But but Jacob's no longer hanging out with Laban. He's back in the land of Canaan. Uh, he's been rekindled with his brother Esau, and everything's good there. And and we learn more about both of their family lines and their genealogies. So again, you have history, you have science in some ways, and you have uh, um, a lot of. Uh, information about how we got here and how Christ came into this world. I really believe that's that's what the Old Testament is about. It points to Christ and him coming, and the New Testament is about him having been here and what he did. So let's take a look at a, a few news stories. We've got a winter storm out east. That always breaks my heart for the folks in the northeast, not. Uh the big and fatally flawed business of climate change. So here's the dirty little secret, folks. I think climate change was the thing in which they wanted to use in order to uh, force people to do what they wanted to do, which is the this big cabal of the World Economic Forum, the uh, global elites, if you will, the one world government types, the ones that want to do that. And climate, people just weren't buying it. People aren't buying the whole climate change narrative. You know, Greta whatever her name is, can come out all she wants and they can pull push her up all they want. And people are looking at that and going, 
are you kidding me? A 16-year-old is going to tell us what to do and what's right and wrong and that the, the world's going to be gone in 10 years if we don't all curl up into little balls and die? What? It's just, it, the whole thing is, is really pathetic. But again, when you put faith and trust in evolution and in things like that, um, which supplant God's truth, which su- try and supplant the integrity of God, the purposes of God, which are satanic in nature, in my view, um, you know, that's what you're going to get. So, um, from the local news, this, again, liberal rag that, that used to be a decent paper in my hometown, State to launch federally funded mortgage assistance program this spring. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, the, the government's going to help us all again. Uh, it's just... This idea, the humanistic idea that people aren't allowed to fail. When in reality, failure teaches a great lesson to folks. I failed plenty of times in my life and it's always taught me something. And then we got soaring pot sales, propel growth, because we all need more, need to be stoned more, need to be drunk more, need to be, uh, I mean, that's really the purpose, I think, of the ruling class. Keep the people in serfdom happy by keeping them uh, inebriated and everything's good. Um, and this is funny, Trump, Trump facing headwinds as he eyes 24 comeback uh, amid political legal troubles as pres- ex-president's grip on GOP loosening. Boy, do they wish that. And it's some AP guy who's, again, every one of those people is going to feed you a line of CRAP as big as uh, 10 cows can make. But uh, So the guy does a rally in Texas last night, and there's 85,000 people there. Yeah, that looks like he's loosening his grip all right, or his grip is loosening. I just laugh. These same people vote for people like Joe Biden who can't talk his way out of a hole in the wall. Oh, and then you got guys like this Eugene Robinson. The guy just makes me ill every time I read one of his stories. So I don't read many of them. Breyer's retirement is an opportunity for Democrats to rally. They shouldn't squander it because that's all they got is the Supreme Court. You know, people if would not vote for uh you know, Democrats, if they really knew what their real intentions were. Because they base everything on race. They base everything on a lack of truth, a lack of integrity. Um, Nothing is real. Nothing is true. Uh, uh, It just, it's really uh, disheartening sometimes. Um, when that happens. So we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. But uh, I just, when I read through some of these things and then you look at this whole uh, BLM movement and you got liberal folks um, against the police and trying to uh, get rid of police in our society, trying to uh, say they're evil somehow. And yeah, you know, out of hundreds of thousands of cops, you're going to have a few bad apples. I mean, come on, let's be real. But then they're trying to implement things like CRT and the 1619 Project, trying to make our country look horrible and awful instead of um, 
as a, a, a contrast to what? I, you know, why, why do you want to chastise police? Why do you want to make them look evil? You know, what is wrong with law and order in our society? Well, there's some people who want our society to crumble and who want our society to go away. And when that happens, um, it's going to be an ugly thing, you know, and, and some people know that. And then they're going to be able to federalize, I think. I think that's the goal. They want to federalize the law enforcement of everything so they can pursue things that they want to pursue. They can go after people they want to go after. They can impeach presidents they don't like for any reason. You know, I mean, think about the two things that they tried to impeach Trump for. I don't even remember one of them because it was so stupid. But the other one was a phone call to a another diplomat. For what? I mean, it, it was insane. But yet, they got away with it, right? Because they had control. Uh, and there was enough of enough people that went along with it. It just... But that's where we're at as a, as a society. You have a, a effort to circumvent the will of the people, to protect the bureaucracy, to expand the bureaucracy, to expand the federal government and expand its control over everything, try to take over the voting systems, try to take over banking and everything else. I mean, that's why you, in reality... The, the candidate I want to support says, look, I'm going to get rid of all these federal agencies. We do not need them. There's no reason for federal control over half of the stuff that they're doing because the states handle all that stuff individually. And that's what it was meant to do in this country. And if states don't start standing up and saying, look, we don't care if you're not going to give us money, federal mister. We're going to do our own thing. We have sovereignty over this part of the law. You can't tell us what to do. And, uh, you know, it's... The federal government should be doing very few things. And uh, ever since the days of uh, Woodrow Wilson and FDR, uh, it's been going south. And they've been getting bigger. You know, again, thirty. I, just, I go back to this, 31,000 stinking people at the CDC, and we're paying for that. What are we getting for our money? Absolutely nothing. And there's so much money going into this stuff. The NIH, how much money do they get every year to spend? What are you yahoos in Congress doing? Why Stop. Stop the money. Stop giving them money. Period. Anyway. I'm going to wrap it up. I got to stop. I'm sorry. I'm glad and thankful that the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. And even though he's allowing a lot of these things that I don't like, He's still in control, and he knows what's going on. And forgive me, Lord, for getting so upset and uh, not just praying for people. Lord, I should be praying for the Walensky lady. I should be praying for the head of the FDA, for Mr. Fauci. I pray I do, Lord. I pray for these people to, to learn integrity through you, to turn to you and uh, submit to you in your ways. So... If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and you'd like to get to know him, email us at ehudit.itsareligion.org. Happy to help any way we can. Or just get a Bible, get a Bible app. Uh, read the Bible, folks. It's all there. It is all there.
the book of Mohammedism, the book of Buddha, the book of uh, evolution, evolutionism, the religion of evolution, um, the book of secular humanism, none of that stuff is going to fill the void. None of that stuff is going to point you in the right direction because there's only one, the one who created you, the one who sustains this life that we live, and the one who's coming back, who you will face someday, and whom you will call Lord, whether he is your Lord or not. Uh, you need to know him. So have a blessed day, everybody. Uh, go worship the king today. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. For summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends, for